Welcome to Gain That Tune. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, fellas. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house for episode 252. My goodness, a palindrome episode. What a fantastic show we've got coming up for you guys tonight. If you're uh, just joining us here on Game That Tune, uh, what we are going to do is listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, we're going to have a lot of fun, talk a bunch of mess. Uh, The winner at the end of the night gets to pick the theme for the next episode and play some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the fantastic David Fleming. And David has a fantastic theme for our show tonight. David, what are we doing tonight? Uh, We are walking to the left or right. Uh, The theme is side-scrolling games. Ah, okay. I was going to say, like, wait a minute. Strictly to the left, there's so few games. But I'm glad you threw the right in there as well. Uh, And maybe even jumping up on a platform, falling down into a hole at some point. I mean, it's possible. I Usually guess. you want to avoid the holes. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so, it's, you know, some two dimensional uh, games on tonight's show is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, good. Side scrolling games. Everybody loves them. They've been around for, oh, I don't know, 35 years or so. Since uh, video games. Give or take. I mean, I, I'm not looking to go into a history lesson on this, but, you know, video games didn't used to scroll, David. Think about it. There was a time when they didn't side-scroll. They just kind of sat there and you played on them. They, they, used to, they used to not even call them levels. They just had screens. Yeah. They're boards. 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 <laughs> Weird. Kill, kill screen coming up! <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, but yeah, so uh, we got some side-scrolling games uh, on tonight's show. Uh, you know, many games on the table. A lot of fantastic possibilities on tonight's show. And uh, I, I really don't think there's much that needs to be said to like expound upon or explain that theme. That one's pretty straightforward. So uh, we've got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request, and uh, we're going to have a ton of fun. So let's start it up, Johnny. What do we got for game one? Game one.
All right, so um, Interview Entertainment Weekly gave this game a C- and wrote that, quote, Of course, there's nothing wrong with updating old boomer faves, but some games don't translate as well as others. Uh, the original, for instance, was wonderfully algebraic in its simplicity, um, but this game is hampered by what uh, Namco referred to as its character guidance interface. play the hatchet sound before oh. we even go into You're the... just you're off the fucking rails Seriously, tonight, Johnny. Johnny. What the fuck, man? You're you know how much coke Lunas. have you done? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's see. I'm not answers. even gonna do my usual joke of give me the trivia again. Yeah, so I even wrote Pac-Man 2 like they said in the song. <laughs> this is Jesus. This is Pac-Man 2, the new adventures. Has anybody here played this game? Very briefly. No! You know what my favorite feature of Pac-Man 2 is? Is is it not controlling Pac-Man? It's not controlling Pac-Man. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so, this is the first number... Th this is, I guess, technically the first sequel to Pac-Man, because it's Pac-Man 2, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a timeline thing, John. This is the second game in the series, but other games, you know, it, it's a mess. Pac-Man timeline, convoluted mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need the Pac-Man Historia or whatever. God, yeah, it's like the Zelda thing. It splits depending on whether or not you get a game over and, like, which ghost <laughs> eats you. It's all yeah. fucked up. Did uh, he eat cherries or the I, other fruit? <laughs> I can't wait for Namco to introduce the Namco multiverse. Just bring in all the Pac-Man. We need a Pac-Man Dark Souls. But, yeah, so, um, Pac-Man 2, you do not control Pac-Man. You're an off-screen <laughs> character with a slingshot. Uh, it's basically a point-and-click <laughs> adventure game, but instead you, you, you hit things with, with your slingshot with st little stones. So, like, Pac-Man will be walking under a tree, and you knock an apple out of the tree and give Pac-Man the apple. Or... You, uh, when Pac-Man's getting milk from a cow, you hit the cow with a rock, and the cow kicks Pac-Man in the head and kills him. There's a, there's a lot of strange ways for Pac-Man to die in this game. He can get uh, kicked in the head by a cow. Uh, he can get, I think he can have a piano fall on him. Um, <laughs> this game is just a constant mess of, like, weird, I don't know, obstacles, weird, weird things to interact with. Basically, everything's interactable, and some of it's not 
you know, things you don't you want to interact with. Um, I had to look this up because I wanted to check because, like, Pac-Man is obviously a maze game, and then there's Pac-Man 2 where you don't control Pac-Man, you just kind of, like, guide him around with the slingshot and everything. Is, I was like, is he even in a maze? <laughs> I was like... I can I can understand the logic of that because like you know he's outside of a maze maybe they want to do something different so you don't control him you control the environment but I just verified Pac Land came out in 1984 this game came out in 1994 so 10 years ago they did a side scrolling Pac-Man game where you play as Pac-Man so I uh -huh. don't know why the fuck they did this well cuz they already did the side scroller where you play as, play as Pac-Man that's old news baby yeah, they, right. uh, they gotta make yeah. a new game in a bold new direction where you don't it, control the character. In fairness, nobody seemed to be asking for a sequel to Pack Land, so they had to try these new adventures. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's like I don't know, man. This uh, this is not what I thought it was gonna be uh, at all. Like, I thought I'm, he hang so, glides. I just I don't he get it, man. Does so why in he... certain levels? I'm sorry, Johnny. I'm talking over this. You, yeah. you go ahead. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. tell us about Pac-Man's hang glider. There's hang glide levels, and you you don't technically make him move up or down. You tell him to go up or down, right? And he has to listen to you. Okay, hold on. Does it, he really have to? You're using a controller, John. Surely you don't like. Yell you just press a button it. on the control. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a voice control. What are you hey, talking about? Hey you, hey you, Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> the but do the buttons on the controller correspond to yelling commands on the screen? Um. Yes. So, if you look up, one of my favorite things about the hang glider is if you look up the American box art and the European box art, they're both Pac-Man on a hang glider, but they're very, very different. The European box art is Pac-Man about to take off, looking like happy little Pac-Man. The American box art is Pac-Man having just taken off the hang glider, screaming and looking like he's losing his goddamn mind and is about to, like, shit his pants. I don't know why they changed it. Like, it's so strange. <laughs> it is kind of like the reverse <laughs> of the the Kirby box art. It's like, they try to make Kirby as cool as possible in America. We're here in Pac-Man, or Pac-Man 2. They just tried to make Pac-Man as pants-shittingly horrified as possible. <laughs> I mean, I kind of dig it, man. It's like, uh, so, it's Pac-Man going off on a new adventure, and it's like, wait, why the fuck did I try hang gliding? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Oh yeah. I should have just stayed home and ate fruit and ghosts. It, I mean, the cover is like a one-panel comic. It looks like a like a family circus or something. Like a, that cover really tells a story. Like Batman just made a severe mistake trying hang gliding for the first time. Yeah, you remember that family circus where Billy jumped off of a cliff? Yeah, he's making that face. <laughs> and then there's the dotted line yes. coming all the way back up. Mm. So, um, you, God, you know, I wow, never John. thought we would I make love... family circus jokes on this show. I, I hate that Family Circus was the first one-panel comic I thought of instead of, like, Farside. Yeah, yeah not King <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I haven't read the funnies in a while. Or, uh, <laughs> no, no, it was Prince Valiant, not King Arthur. Prince Valiant. Right. That, Jeez. There was way too many words on that comic strip. <laughs> That's why I like Family Circus. Seldom did it have words or <laughs> even all. a punchline. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, just some, uh, just some kids doing kid stuff, you know. Anyway, my, my uh, Johnny, so you, you did play Pac-Man 2, right? You played this, like, to completion, your, your big Pac-Man 2, man? <laughs> no, I, I absolutely did not finish this game. 
Because the first mission is like get milk for your baby, um, which like it's not exactly filling stuff here. The next mission is like pick up a flower. Like, okay, and I was gonna weird. say what on, an like, adventure. If this is Pac-Man Two and you haven't been keeping up with the pack lore until between Pac-Man and Pac-Man Two, making the first level go get milk for Pac-Man's baby raises a number yeah. of questions. <laughs> yeah, you did. because like as far as I used to know, Pac-Man was a circle. <laughs> with very few features. And so to have him suddenly having to run errands for his, you know, infant son, well, it uh, raises a number of questions. <laughs> but wasn't Baby Pac-Man uh, the uh, pinball slash uh, arcade game hybrid thing? Probably. But this I is Pac-Man th- too. I mean, there this was is how they want Pac- you to follow up Pac-Man. <laughs> there was Pac-Junior That's after what I'm Miss of. Pac-Man. Pac-Junior. Right. Okay. Yeah, but this isn't Pac Jr. In this game, he's named Pac Baby. Pac Baby. <laughs> oh wait, no. Is it uh, the guy from uh, AEW, the Bastard Pac? Oh, that's that's a whole different Pac. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that kid that Pac Man didn't acknowledge. <laughs> oh no, the bastard. <laughs> My fair part though is like, as you play the game, you eventually figure out that there's been a witch that's been stealing gum from all the ch- all the children. What? And she's building a gum monster, and you fight the gum monster. What? And so the final, you- the final boss level has you like, um, you're hitting the gum monster with pellets from your slingshot, while uh, Pac-Man is taking care of the ghosts uh, by you know power pellets. He turns into Super Pac-Man. He's the ghost. It has a little ah. light bar on the display for the gum monster. It says "gum monster" on top of it, but. But this is Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. It absolutely looks like it says Come Monster on it. (laughs) Because that is 100% what I thought it said at first. I was like, Jesus. Oh, Gum. Okay. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I have no follow-up on that joke. (laughs) Jesus, John. It's not a joke. That's what I thought. I know. Okay. Uh, This happened. No further questions. (laughs) So you don't eat the Gum Monster. Pac-Man eats the ghosts while you, the invisible player, shoot the gum monster with slingshot pellets. Yes. God, then, that's... I don't know what so, happens after that. I think the witch just gets away or whatever. Of course, because you got to leave it open-ended for Pac-Man 3. Yeah. For for people uh, in our Discord, David just posted a picture of like a screenshot from the, the gum game. monster. Yeah, it definitely says gum monster on that. <laughs> like, that doesn't look like Peter North at all. Yeah, okay, that's... Yeah. They're wrong. That yeah, that's not a G. They they needed a couple more pixels to really clarify that. Johnny, this looks terrible, man. This uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's an awful game. Yeah, I mean, because like I was trying to think of like what it is that this was reminding me of, like the bizarre like gameplay style, and I, you know, I was coming back to that Rayman game that they made for the Wii U, where somebody could be playing as Rayman, and then somebody else would be holding the gamepad and like unlocking doors and cutting things. It was like a fun little like two-player thing, which sounds like it could almost be fun if this were that, and one person is playing Pac-Man and the other person is you know shooting slingshots and activating traps and things. But to not control Pac-Man during any of it, like how it must just be like an exercise in futility trying to play this game. Like. It, does Pac-Man just stand there waiting for you to do the right thing? Or do you have to, like, catch him at the right moment? Like, if you yeah, cut the rope and 
drop the piano and he doesn't die? Like, does the level just end? I mean, what's... Well, well, the goal is not to kill Pac-Man. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, like, if there are certain things that have to happen and, like, you just do them and they don't happen to Pac-Man, like, how do you you lose this game? (laughs) I I, I think, so, yeah, so Pac-Man is just basically walking around on his own, just kind of doing whatever he wants. Um, Mm. I think it's set up, though, so that when you trigger, like, say, a bird that's going to knock over a glass jar that Pac-Man then has to find to go fill with milk... Like, it doesn't really matter where he is. Like, he's going to notice the jar hitting the ground and go check it out and see what's up. Right. Oh, okay. He's programmed to notice those things as long as it happens, like, in his line of sight. He's like a Metal Gear, uh, like, guard. Yeah, he plays the Metal Gear sound (laughs) when he notices that. (laughs) (laughs) But you're, John, you're... Imagine a stealth Pac-Man. Pac! I play it! Pac! You're leaving out the the most important feature of this game, so you don't control Pac-Man and interact with the environment instead. And Pac-Man has a mood bar, so yes. depending Whoa. upon like <laughs> his mood, certain certain events like can or can't happen. Am like, I in the mood to the, fight a gum monster? <laughs> like there are times nah. where it's like, oh, you have to like climb up and pick this flower. But if Pac-Man is angry, he just won't do it. So you have to, like, find something that makes Pac-Man happy, and then he'll pick the flower. Yeah. Jesus. And he he emotes. So when he he is upset, he is stomping like an upset four-year-old. He (laughs) is pissed. (laughs) His arms all out. Yeah. So what makes Pac-Man happy? That's the question. I mean, like, that seems like... If if I hadn't had the manual directing me to like do the things that actually make Pac-Man happy, and I'm looking at the screen, it's like, yo, how do I satisfy Pac-Man? What is this? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Many how do I satisfy Pac-Man? Pac-Man? How do I get Pac-Baby? Uh, yeah. Just, <laughs> how is Pac-Baby for? Yeah, you need um, a cup. You need but, a cup monster. For how Pac get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, classic. I mean, game. I guess. Pac-Man, he's, he's a simple guy with simple motivations. He wants to eat pellets and then eventually eat ghosts, maybe eat fruit. I mean, is it just feed him? Is that is? is I he, think it's basically know? it. I Okay, yeah. You know, Pac-Hungry, that's pretty much it. I really never got very far in this game. This is a game that I... Because, like, you see him on the hang glider on the box. You're like, oh, cool. This looks like it's going to be an adventure with some action. And then, what? You, no. and then you get it. And it's absolutely not that. Like... It's, <sighs> I thought it was going to be a hang gliding game. <laughs> it's yeah, that's not. the thing. Yeah, based on that box, you rent it thinking it's going to be Pac-Man trying hang gliding for you know a few hours, and then it's not that at all, and so you're just disappointed. Like, see, I I, it, I, res- I respectfully disagree because you say when you look at that cover, <laughs> you're like you're going on fun adventures hang gliding. Yeah. When I look at that image, I don't think fun adventure. I think like existential terror. Like, yeah. what the fuck did Pac-Man just see? Is no, he like hang gliding into the abyss? Yeah, Johnny's notion that he got excited by seeing that box art. I know, Johnny. I know you're fucked up and broken and stuff, but like, there's yeah. no way you looked at that box and were like, "Oh, cool." No, man. Like, I I hang glided into the abyss, and the abyss hang glided back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Um, Johnny, what a pick, man. Terrible music, by the way. More like what a pack. <laughs> Yeah, the pack pick. Yeah, the music's really fucking awful. Yeah, this is this is a bad pick all around, man. <laughs> is this is this from the Genesis version? Yes. God damn it! Oh yeah, I picked the worst music. Like, yeah, because yeah, this came out on Super Nintendo as well. And the Super Nintendo music is a little more tolerable. 
I'm but, sure uh, it is. Of course, I'm not going to pick that. No, no, Johnny. I would expect no less. That's uh, you know really something, man. Um, anything else on uh, Pac-Man? Ad- not Pac-Man Adventure. Pac-Man Two: The New Adventures of Old Pac-Man. <laughs> Starring uh, what's her name? Um, Julie Louis Dreyfus. Yes, yeah, Pac-Man. Yeah, I uh, I would play that yeah. in a heartbeat. I, uh, or I mean, I would have watched a Miss Pac-Man movie starring Julie Lu- Louis Dreyfus. You know, anytime they want to make it, still would watch it. Yeah, it's basically absolutely. just Veep, but with Pac-Man in it. Like, <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah, just, Waka. It would be the name of the show. Just no. Waka. Let's get out of here. No. <laughs> put Pac-Man in the title, John. Come on. Game two. So, uh, the creator of this game has described uh, this game as one that combines the level design principles of Mario, the skills and action of Ninja Gaiden, the enemy designs of Contra, and the dark visual aesthetic of Batman. 
but also said that it was more deliberately intended as a callback to Shadow of the Ninja. Fellas, let's see what you got. Oh, crap. Um, oh, man. That's really <laughs> good, though. So David wrote Shadow of the Ninja 2, The New Adventure, and then Drew Pac-Man, which was incredible. And then uh, Johnny and John have the correct answer with Cyber Shadow. This is Cyber Shadow. Um which is a really, really fun, um, um, I want to call it Retro Plus or like NES Plus mm-hmm. type of game. Um, you play as a ninja and you do ninja type things. <laughs> That's uh, like wall climbing and shurikens and, uh, you know, fighting robots. And it's right. really, really cool. Looks robots, neat. Robots and ninjas, uh, yeah. age old rivalry. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I actually yeah. bought this uh, the day it came out just because it was published by Yacht Club Games. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this I've... is that game. Okay. Did you play it? A little bit. I I, I, don't, I didn't get very far in it yet, but uh, I have played it a little bit. Okay, cool. Damn it, um, man. I don't like being behind Johnny on game. Like, uh, that, that, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll accept it when it's Turnip Boy. You know, committing tax evasion, but when it's a game I actually want to play and Johnny's out in front, I feel this feels Ooh. wrong. I need I need to go download this game now. Yeah. Ugh. I bet you could get further than him just during the show. Probably. It's hard. I really didn't get far yeah. at all. Oh yeah? I got to uh, level five, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm pulling up now to see how many um it says playtime twenty minutes of steam, but that doesn't sound right. I'm pretty sure I played longer <laughs> than that. <laughs> No, nah, I don't, I don't right, think Johnny. he did. <laughs> great, 
great effort there, man. <laughs> Last played April 3rd. Wow, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, Jesus. wow, it's been out longer than I thought. I thought this was a little newer than that. But yeah, okay. Uh, now I do feel bad. So it's been you know out for nearly three months. I haven't played it. And Johnny's played it for 20 whole minutes. I've got to... <laughs> I'm going to have to take a break from the show and make up you know, some lost time. I'm going to have to put in 21 minutes to get out in front of this thing. Uh, yeah, no, this game looks dope as hell. And it's, it's made, like you said, it's made by Yacht Club. So, you know, that just... I feel like I'll support them in pretty much... Pretty much any time those guys put out, like, a pixely kind of retro throwback game, I'm going to at least greatly consider buying it. Like, I'm going to have to hear something real bad about it to not try it. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel like it's one of those games that are, like, really hard, but not impossible. Like, it, it's, it's like, challenging, but not, like, a constant, like, kick to the nuts, like some games can be. Yeah, good. So. I, I like hard but fair, and you get better by using, you know, skills. Yeah. And, yeah, I like the game to kind of inform your use of the skills, you know? Like, you can't just ratchet up out of nowhere. You know, Jesse, I never got anywhere in fucking Dead Cells. Oh, like, really? It, I tried. But it just, it never clicked for me. It felt like it, it just, you know. Damn. Like, I don't know. I got fucked too many times too early to get into that game. It's yeah. like by the time you get to a first boss, I'm just like still getting wrecked. I'm like. That's bad luck. Nah, we're yeah, done. Yeah, bad luck. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I like a game to kind of progress a little more naturally. Well, this, and, this is definitely know. more straightforward because it's like stage based. Um, I think you can pick where you go at some point, kind of like Mega Man. Um, but other than that, it's not like a, it's not like random or anything. It's just, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't care for the randomness and also it was like, okay, well, you know, I got good with this thing and then I died. And now I'm never going to get that back again. <laughs> like, so this is much more up my alley. You know, Yacht Club gets it. Like make a game kind of like Mega Man or Ninja Gaiden. The levels are the same each time you go through them. It's hard. You can memorize it, get better yep. at it, beat it. That's my kind of game. Exactly. So, Looking forward to playing it, but uh, really pissed I haven't yet because I'm looking at it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I've already looked at all these screenshots. I should have bought this by now. Like this game looks cool as hell, man. It's a ninja riding a motorcycle. There's giant robots. And, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's David, very... have you played this? You're a yacht club guy. You're a shovel knight boy. I have not. Um, and I'm kind of mad at myself about it too because I remember I was like, oh, this game is totally on my radar. I can't wait to play this. And then for some reason, when it came out, I just didn't realize didn't hear um god we're yeah. both behind johnny how the fuck did that happen uh, guess how many achievements i've gotten none zero no. out of four oh. yeah <laughs> uh, i was gonna say i'm sure i'm sure there's an achievement that's like you press start <laughs> yeah cr- you know cast your first ninja spell or something <laughs> like use one power up uh but Good. So, you know, David, you and I can surpass Johnny pretty easily. That's good. And not that I, you know, use Johnny as some kind of barometer on, uh, you know, where I should be in terms of, you know, game playing, but I don't know. For certain things. (laughs) Gotta play more than the guy that doesn't play games. So. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. So, Jesse, then this is, uh, so it's a Yacht Club joint. It's, uh. It's a little bit more 16-bit than Shovel Knight was, uh, you know, like 8-bit. Uh, it, or, um, I feel like it's more 8-bit. More 8-bit? Okay. Yeah. Because it, it reminds me a lot of, right like, a lot, it, it looks a lot like Batman 
or uh, like Shatter Hand. Ah, uh, um, okay. Yeah, maybe just the big background things seem a little more. Yeah, uh, like like I said, NES Plus. Yeah. So say, isn't there a games. term that's like twelve bit or like fourteen bit for things like retro games that aren't quite eight bit but not sixteen bit? Yeah, I feel like somebody tried to coin that a while back, and it obviously didn't stick because we can't, yeah. you know, think of it off the top of our head. No. But yeah, it's like it has looks to be bit-ish, but can't possibly be done using an actual eight-bit console. It has to be a power of two. You can't just pick these random twelve and fourteen-bit yeah. numbers. It's eight, sixteen, thirty-two. You, you just can't. No. That's sacrilege. I'm, I'm to, playing yeah, a nine-bit no, it, game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just call it a nine bit or a ten bit game. Yeah, and no powers of two only, man. Powers of two only. <laughs> uh Oh, we're gonna get Johnny off on some kind of you know, computer tangent. But no, I'm just saying, Johnny, as a shorthand for expressing something that is not quite sixteen bit and a little better than eight bit. You can't do anything outside the powers of two. No, nope, I mean I don't not. understand what the problem is with twelve bit because twelve is divisible by two. That's Therefore, that's not. David took math. Dave, that's oh, not how man. powers work. <laughs> that's not. Like, yeah, I'm either, just. I'm. I'm trying to short out his brain. <laughs> I, I, David, I think we might be barking up the wrong tree on this one. This is not the like field in which we can short out John's brain. Yeah. Uh, we can see I, how angry we could make him. I live in powers of two. Okay, I deal with powers of two all the time. Um, like you in live GTC, in Maryland, you don't understand how often powers of two come up in coding for like GTT radio. It's a thing. Oh. Like I am constantly dealing with powers of two. <laughs> like <laughs> that's the world I live in. Powers of two, yeah. man. Okay. Well, uh, episode you know, title: <laughs> Powers no, of Two. Fuck no, fuck <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Johnny, that does. You know, uh, I was going to acknowledge uh, Savage Shark in the Discord <laughs> or in the Twitch chat saying, "I'm going to call my new game studio." 12-bit studios. I fucking love it. And then Johnny can start a rival game studio called Powers of Two Studio. Ooh. Isn't and there already just... like a 14-bit studio or something like that? Shit, oh. Jesse. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, yeah, they should, uh, yeah. Johnny should start a studio that all it does is, you know, find that studio's games and corrects them yeah. to uh, the correct number of bits. No, like, you start, you start 12-bit studios, I'll start... Two to the power of 12 bit studios. Boom. Mm. You start a 14 bit so, studio, I'll start a two to the 14 bit. Just two to the 14 bit studio, so 28 bit. Right. <sighs> David's a liberal arts <sighs> major, John. He knows what he's talking about. Oh. I have a yeah. communication degree. I know math, okay? Yeah. It's a real thing, a real major. Oh. I've never been so. Angry and disgusted at the same time. Is there, is there a term for this? Disgusted? Yeah, you playing Pac-Man 2. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the state in which I host this show every single week. But no, um... Yeah, Flummoxed? Uh, <laughs> yeah, just utterly baffled. Uh, so, Jesse, this pick is dope. It doesn't seem like there's really a whole lot to say about it. It's just fucking... It's pretty straightforward. Straightforward dope-ass ninja yeah. shit. It's um, on Game Pass. Okay, um... Yeah, cool. You gotta get them to start paying you for really shilling that service, man. Like, you know, you've gotten me so close to getting that game pass. It's it's worth it. They don't have to pay me. They're giving me plenty of content. Like, yeah. I feel like I owe them more money. Are you doing that meme right now that somebody did? Uh, they started out on Twitter, like where they 
like uh, said, like I'm not being paid to advertise for Microsoft Game Pass, but you know, I, I don't need to be because they give me so much value for only nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. Like, you're you're not doing that, or I think you technically were doing that before anybody did it on Twitter. Pretty much, nobody noticed. You know, yeah, you've been a uh, you know really. It's really hitting, beating that Game Pass drum for a long time now. <laughs> I get to play so many games. You know, some yeah. of them are lousy, but a lot of them are really good. So, mm-hmm. but the <laughs> lo- but the thing about playing the lousy games is I didn't pay sixty fucking dollars for them. So that that's is, that's pretty or great. even twenty dollars. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, get, the idea of Game Pass makes me miss Blockbuster even more. Like, yeah, yeah I just <laughs> miss. I used to feel bad wasting six bucks on a you know on a blockbuster rental. It's like oh that was time and six dollars wasted, but like you know whatever it, it, it was how it went. So now you know it's uh, they've taken that away. So Game Pass can help me get a little bit of that feeling back. Like oh, what what am I out by playing a bad game on Game Pass? The time it took to download it. Yeah, yeah you could do that while you sleep. You know? Yep. God, God, you, you, try. you got. If me I could crack away to play games while I sleep. Then we're really in business. Hell yeah. You got me That's really of... getting some of my free time back. How about, what if I just stop sleeping, guys? Well, oh, Batman only sleeps like two hours a night, so. Yeah. I should do that, man. I, you know, I actually did try to do that once. Uh, I was like, I'm going to start that thing where you just like power nap three times throughout the day and just, you know, like you get three hours of sleep a day, but you take it in like weird sporadic, uh, you know, times. Didn't go well for me. <laughs> It no, lasted like, two days, and then I yeah. slept for 28 hours yeah, straight. My wife just told me to go back to bed. <laughs> like, <yeah>. No, <laughs> you do not wake up and go play video games right now. Go back to sleep. <laughs> so, hmm. I'm going to find a way. Maybe we can make the day longer. Johnny, uh, what is 24 to the power of 2? Uh, well, so... Uh... This is where 24 times 24 is, which I'm not an expert in. I can tell you 2 to the power of 24 pretty easily. No, no that's not 24 to the power of 2, Did, no. That's not I a power of 2. I didn't ask that. Yeah, I didn't ask that at all, John. Because, yeah, 2 uh, to the power of 24 is like 8 million. But, uh, <laughs> about 8 million. I mean, you you could have just asked me and I would have told you it's 48. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David. Uh, that's what I was saying. You know, I'm we, sitting right here, man. Uh, can we take the day, the 24 hours, to the power of 2 and double it? That's what I'm saying. Double the length of the day so I have more gaming time, John. Figure out a way. Program that. On it. But in the meantime, we should uh, listen to some more tunes. <laughs> Game three. The math always checks out.
so, um, Oh, crap, I just lost the trivia. Um, the main character has access to an arsenal of special powers that require the input of special button combinations. Using these powers will drain his life force meter, which is a reference to how the character's costume works in their original appearance. you guys are locking in your answers want to give a special thanks to unsaddled zebra in our discord for submitting this fan request Ooh, did he get to use his patreon tier perk of being a uh, priority requester he did indeed Ooh, um and nice. if you would like your if you would like your request um given priority check us out at patreon.com slash game that tune well done Uh, Jesse says Spider-Man separation anxiety, um, which is sadly incorrect. Uh, John and John both say spawn, which I will give them a correct point. Because we're correct. Officially, this game's title is Todd McFarlane's Spawn, the video game. Oh. Oh, okay. Which is... Sorry. (laughs) I mean... 
Todd McFarlane has to find his way to slap his name on damn near everything. So I thought it was Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, I probably would have played that game. Um, but no, this is Spawn for the Super Nintendo. Dope. Did so, anyone play Spawn for the Super Nintendo? Wait, before we get into that, is Todd McFarlane like the Tyler Perry of com- of comics? Like, it's, no. it's never just Spawn, it's Todd McFarlane's Spawn, just like it's Tyler Perry's, you know, Medea Christmas. No, he's, he's oh. just, he's a good artist, he's just a hotshot artist who thinks he's, like, God's gift to the art community, and he's more interested in creating characters so he can make action figures and sell them. Mm. Like okay, he's, so he's like Jim Davis, I get it. What? Oh. Uh, yes. uh, ah. Is he? Okay, comparing Todd McFarlane and Jim Davis, like, Am I wrong? literally just gave this... me a migraine. Like, I, I can't even. But so, Jim Davis is the Todd McFarlane of comics? Jim Davis created Garfield to sell Garfield merchandise, and for no other reason. Like, he doesn't give a shit about actually making a funny or particularly good comic as long as it sells. Hmm. Because it was, you know, funny for a long time, so obviously yeah. he cared. Was it? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. It's a great comic strip. Like, you, you can't. Yeah. I and just mean, can't. Yeah, you can't keep the the strip going for over forty years and not yeah. run out of gas. I mean, like, yeah, you're, you're thinking Garfield in this weird, you know, modern. Uh, you know, just like real jaded way, but like, you know, Garfield at one time was funny and had no merchandise. <laughs> so and when you know. put it like that, I guess you're technically correct, but no. that's still a weird ass take. Never. Right. Um, but, uh, anyway, let's talk about you know, uh, Todd McFarlane, fantastic creative man that he is. <laughs> uh, He's... You know, Spawn, Family Guy, Whoa. American Dad. That's uh, different. He was in that no, movie you're... Sing as the... Uh, Little, uh, As the yeah. um, Frank Sinatra mouse. Yeah, he's, uh, naturally, he's the he's the mouse singing Frank Sinatra. I mean, he's multi talented, Todd McFarlane. Um, no, uh, you're is thinking that, of what? Seth McFarlane, the guy who does the voice of Chris, the guy from Robot Chicken. No, that's Seth Green. No, you're no, thinking think of Seth Green. <laughs> Damn it. Let me Freddy stop you fingered? now. Let me stop you now. You're thinking Tom Green. No, that's yeah, Tom okay, Green. good. Yeah. <laughs> well done, David. Way to see where I was headed. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna take that brief tangent as a way to say that nobody played Spawn on Super Nintendo. No, uh, <laughs> I, I had no idea this existed. Um, Johnny, surely you had some inkling this existed. It was it was the Super Nintendo, and it's a Spawn game. Yes. How could this not exist? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's the most 1995 thing ever. Like, how could they not have a Spawn game? Yeah, I just when did Spawn first come out? I don't even know. The uh, 90s, okay, <laughs> early 90s. It was it was when they founded Image Comics. Spawn was like the Image comic, which is funny because it tanked and is no longer like popular. But Savage Dragon is still kicking. Yeah, yeah. So what? The 90s, John? Is he? What happened to Spawn? Because the last thing I remember from Spawn was being him being in, I think, um, Soul Calibur 2 on the Xbox port, I think. 
And that's the last I've heard of Spawn. Has Spawn done been anything a, since It's been that? a good 19 years since Johnny's <laughs> heard from nothing Spawn. else in the last two decades. Uh, honestly. That's I mean, all I got. It's Johnny, so yeah, I'm not true. surprised, but like, he might really be asking, what's Spawn been up to these last couple of decades? Yeah. Um, Let's call Spawn, him. <laughs> Spawn did just make an appearance as a playable character in Mortal Kombat 11 as yeah. downloadable content. Um, as voiced by Keith David, John, oh, yeah. you might know the name Keith David because we grilled you over that last time. Um, no, wait. I want to know if John knows who that is. I have no idea who Keith David is. God damn it! I feel like he's just saying that to push our buttons now. He has to have some inkling. Johnny doesn't have, like, the memento thing. He can form new memories. <laughs> he, ha he has to fucking remember who Keith David is. We, t we talked about it for too long. Johnny, I'm worried about you. Uh, I don't remember a goddamn thing about Keith David. <laughs> you really need to stop drinking. But, yeah, um, this is bad. This is bad. Spawn, yeah. Spawn the video game. Um, it's kind of cool. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, um, but it's strictly two dimensions. You can't go, like, up or down in the background, um, so you don't get that faux 3D. It's only 2D. It's only side-scrolling, and the reason they did that is because you get these extra powers, um, and... Spawn powers. Yeah, you Chains. use your... <laughs> you use your, like, spawn necroplasm suit, and if you do certain button combinations, and they're weird, it's like, hold down the R button, push, like, down and forward, and then push A, and you'll shoot, like, a plasma ball. Um, you can teleport, you can shoot, like, a wave of green fire and that kind of thing. So it's it's more than just, like, punch, punch, punch. You do have these extra abilities, which I think is really cool, and I wish that more beat-em-ups would kind of add those, like, fighting game special moves. Um, but just like in the comics, because Spawn's suit uses, like, necroplasm and life force so the more he uses it the more it kind of drains him it takes away from your health isn't so he dead he is dead hmm. hmm so you would think the health drain wouldn't really affect the dead man <laughs> I, I sure hope someone got fired for that blunder well i mean they brought him back to life as a health spawn so he has life again I, kind of. Mm. I don't know. Spawn doesn't make any fucking sense. It was made by Todd McFarlane in the 90s. Or, uh, I mean, yeah. It doesn't have to make sense. It's dope as hell, man. Is, <laughs> it's, is Violator Spawn. in it? Um, I believe so, yes. Um, mainly because Violator and Malbosia are the only villains that anyone knows from Spawn, and there are multiple stages, so they had to come up with bosses. Um... But yeah, it's it's cool that it takes away like your health points, so you have that strategic element. Um, it sucks that it takes away your health points because the game is hard as hell, um, and there are stages where like you'll you're beating people up in like a back alley, and then guys just pop out from the windows shooting machine guns at you. So now it's like a bullet hell dodging game while also fighting enemies. So using up your health kind of sucks. Like, I would really rather keep that health. Um, oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, if you're dodging bullets and fighting dudes, you gotta lose a little bit of health, man. That's just the life of a health spawn, baby. Like, <laughs> these things happen. You gotta use your cape powers and your chain powers. and You, you know. can glide with the cape, which is cool. Um, yes. And I do really appreciate that. 
Um, and I'm trying to, because I can't remember his name. There's there's one villain. There's a boss that you fight that does like a screen wide like laser attack that Ooh. you can't Kazuya? jump over. You can't glide over. You can't like no matter what, you're just gonna fucking get hit by it. It's I- basically Man, impossible. Iron Man and Marvel vs. Capcom too. Yes, it was uh, Marvel versus Capcom versus Todd McFarlane. Right. It yeah. sounded like a legal battle, but it turned out into a really fun game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I was thinking about it, David, and like Bullet Hell, is that a spawn thing specifically? Like, is that where like the character died and he went to Bullet Hell? Because that sounds like a Todd McFarlane kind of thing. Um, you know, I'll have to check my sources. It might be. Um... Yeah. I was just thinking of the type of shooter, but yeah, Spawn Goes to Bullet Hell definitely sounds like a story title. God, you know, it's it's a decent idea for a game and a really good idea for a story. <laughs> like, you know, and then obviously, where am the, I? You're in Bullet Hell. <laughs> and then, the yeah, follow-up Toho of, music starts playing. <laughs> chain Hell. Yeah. Oh, Spike God, see, Hell. Yeah. See, yeah, they uh, they need to start making twin. Uh, like spawn games, like Oracle Ages and Oracle Seasons, you get Bullet Hell and Chain Hell. <laughs> I'd buy both of them. <laughs> or maybe that's it, like, Dante had it wrong, there's seven levels of hell, but they're just metal as fuck. There's fuck Bullet yeah. Hell, Chain Hell, Spike Hell, Cake Hell, hell. You know, Clown Hell. hell. <laughs> oh, that's the worst one. Oh yeah, Clown Hell is the worst of all of them because it's secretly John Leguizamo under all that fucked up makeup. It's oh, awful. I forgot it was him. Jesus oh, Christ! It's terrifying. <laughs> that that guy gets around, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Leguizamo played Luigi and Hell Clown within like <laughs> a couple clown. of years of each other. <laughs> well, and let's also not forget that he played a pretty convincing drag queen around the same time frame. And the mm-hmm. best. Yeah, and oh, he was in. Uh, and he was Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet. He had a hell of a oh, run yeah. there in the nineties, oh, wow. guys. Oh god damn! Oh god, <laughs> yeah. Romeo and Juliet thing. He, John Leguizamo, man, from like ninety three to ninety eight was fucking working, man. <laughs> I like to think that John Leguizamo every once in a while sits back in his house, looks at all of the movie posters for the movies that he's been that he's hung up on his wall, and just thinks, "Man, what the fuck was I doing?" <laughs> Jack of all trades, baby. (laughs) And actually, it reminds me of um, John Leguizamo was on an episode of Cribs. And like, as he was showing off his house, he had like the Super Mario Brothers poster like framed and like all of his movie posters framed. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's that's from when I was in Super Mario Brothers. I love when I'm filming a movie and I say to everybody, I can't wait for this to come out and suck ass. (laughs) (laughs) I think I saw that one. Bob Hoskins was like sleeping on his couch, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I assume that that movie went on to define their entire lives. Uh, and then Samantha <laughs> Mathis broke in, like, come on, guys. Like, Dennis Hopper's uh, in the backyard grilling some steaks. Yeah. They're not going to give me my pizza. I better grill these steaks. They borrowed Dennis Hopper's car because John Lee was up and doesn't actually have a nice car. <laughs> but it's Cribs. You got to show off the car. <laughs> uh, and Hopper bring over some easy riders. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, Spawn is dope, John. I hope you know that. Yeah, it's it's the '90s, John. It's the '90s and a character, man. It yeah, like, really is. I yeah. I just really I missed all of Spawn to be honest. Like that just 
Came well, it's went. not for you at all. Like, <laughs> it's like the least Johnny thing ever. <laughs> it's not for you at all. Read it so you see how dope it is. Yeah, yeah no, you should. I, yeah, this it's, it's like the same. T- it's super I've got dope. the same feeling towards go. this. It's not for me. Right, that's the thing. That's why I keep showing you like old action movies you missed. It's like, yeah, you just didn't think you should watch these. Like, they're dope. Same thing with like Spawn comics. Like, you know, they don't hold up as well as old classic action movies. But like, they're super dope. And no, they're not for you whatsoever. <laughs> like, and, you know, the Johnny I know. If I ever saw you holding a Spawn comic, I would have been like, wait, Johnny, what? Are you, what's going on? <laughs> you trying out new identities now, or right. you know, what is this? Someone put this in my hand. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> let's do. Let's it's do. upside down, John. Come on. I'm, I'm looking to watch you. Let's. What do you guys say we start up the movie nights again? Do movie night next week? Yeah, and, I think uh, we should. Whose turn is to do the poll? Because Spawn needs to be Mine. on that poll. Your turn. All yeah. right. It'll make the poll, man. I, yeah, yeah. I got. A, I got a good one in me. We got a good movie commentary coming up. We can do yeah. it next week. It'll be good. Uh, anyway, David, anything else on Spawn? Uh, no. It's it's fine. It's got, like, cool music. It has some good ideas behind it. It's not a great game. It's Spawn. That's pretty yeah. much how I define Spawn, anyhow. You Did you see who the, compo- the composer is for the uh, for the game? You Close know, personal I... personal friend of the show! I did happen to see that, and um, I was thinking about that because they are such a close personal friend of the show. Um, the composer being... Fuck, that's the wrong page. It's Harumi you know Fujita, man. <laughs> I was going to say, why don't you tell us? Yeah, it's Harumi Fujita. Johnny knows Harumi Fujita personally, man. She composed yeah. the game. Yeah, I met her at MAGFest uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, no follow-up. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we hang out all right. the time. Oh, I definitely know her, as long as there are no further questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know her as far as saying, like, can I get a picture with you and realizing she doesn't quite understand what I'm saying, but it's fine. And, you know, it was it fine. It is fine, John. One picture. Nothing further. Leave that poor woman alone. <laughs> uh, she, you know, she and I talk on Facebook pretty regularly. She didn't. She doesn't really remember you, though. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Shout out to Harumi Fujita. And David, give a shout out to the requester one more time. Uh, yeah, that goes out to our um, Patreon backer, Unsaddled Zebra, in our Discord. Fantastic request. Thank you for being a patron. Thanks for the great request. Head to Discord, make your requests. And Johnny, let's keep it going, man. I'm not crazy. I'm hitting the button. Game four.
Alright guys, so, uh, this game contains over 40 playable characters, nearly all of which are derived from popular action movies and television shows. How you bros feeling? Bro, I'm feeling really good. Feeling very good. good. Oh my gosh. Jesus Christ, John. Uh, Johnny's drawn just the worst dick. Uh, David <laughs> says, <laughs> in the air tonight's drum solo of the game. Pretty close. And Jesse has the actual correct answer. This is Bro Force. So this is Bro Force. Uh... A pretty entertaining little game. A little, uh, little running and gunning. Playing as uh, action heroes from 80s uh, action movies and shows. Uh, blowing a bunch of stuff up. Gunning dudes down. Um, now Jesse, I have did you a... play Broforce? Oh, oh I did. David has a question. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I have a question. Um, when, it, when you say you can play as a bunch of, like, 
80s action film and TV stars, do you play as them or do you play as non-copyright infringing versions of them? Oh, yes, Dave. You play as non-copyright okay. infringing uh, characterizations based on these uh, classic uh, you know, 80s uh, action heroes. You know, this game is originally being developed. It was like part of a game jam, and I think the guy originally called it Ram Bros. <laughs> it was going to be like, you know, like a multiplayer Rambo shooter game. And then he was like, wait, I should just add more action heroes to it. And they all use the word bro with it. Yeah. And there's so some good it's, ones. It's very silly and very punny. And there's a shitload of characters in this game. <laughs> uh, so, Jesse, you did play this? Yeah. You want me to throw out some of the names? I was going to say, you know, if you got some from memory, yeah. I've got the entire list ready yeah. to rock and roll. B.A. Bro Rockus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Brominator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brochetti. Yeah. Uh, the bro- Brolander. Uh, mm-hmm. Tank Bro, which is yep. basically Tank Girl. Uh, right, yeah, they, they've got some obscure ones in there. <laughs> uh, let's see, they have the Expendables in there, but they're is, all yeah. is, Tank, is Tank Girl obscure? Fuck yes. yeah, Tank Girl's obscure, are <laughs> oh. you kidding? <laughs> the br- Professional. Yeah, I love the Professional. Um, but yeah, so you know, it started out as just like, you know, the 80s guys. You got Rambro, Bromando, uh, you know, Brohard, uh... You know, for some reason you got McBrover, which is you know, the, the MacGyver bro. Um, you got Snake Broskin, uh, Brobocop. Oh, you know. I, I like Braid, the bro yeah. version of Blade. The, yeah, the Blade bro. That's really funny. It's such a um, silly game. And yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's really silly, and I, it's like you know you're playing with these hyper masculinized you know guys just blowing shit up and. Uh, like just you know, gunning, gunning stuff down. But obviously, it's like uh, it's kind of like Contra. One hit, and you're dead, which is you know really goes against the classic like '80s action you know tropes. Like you're supposed to be like a walking tank. You can get shot and you know maimed as much as you want. Nope, one bullet, you're done. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. You you know just like I said, you're trying to rescue people from terrorists you rescue other bros that's how you unlock more bros you, un- you rescue them uh, the environments are destructible so you can like gun through stuff and blow up you know uh, the uh, terrain and, uh, explosions don't really hurt you which is cool they just kind of bounce you around if you're if you're not like right in the center of an explosion like the concussive blast knocks you around and I think they said that was part of like one of their original things they want to do with the game is like we want explosions that make you like weightless because uh, that's fun I'm like right on <laughs> that is fun <laughs> um, and yeah it's uh, it's a wacky uh, wacky action game like, uh, uh, I kind of love it yeah. some of these uh, some of these puns are fucking they're just out there and obscure and I'm, I'm surprised they made it I'm, I'm wondering like how they uh, you know, was there even an approval process for this stuff, or is all this stuff far enough away from all their character counterpoints that they weren't going to get in trouble? Like, you know, they have the guy from Evil Dead, Ash Broliums. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have uh, fucking you know Ripley from Aliens, it's just Ellen Ripbro. Like, I was about to say, I think I found my favorite Ellen Ripbro. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> I love their female bros. Like, yeah, it's the bro force. Yeah, they're all just bros. Um. Yeah, you, know, you want to talk about one of the more obscure ones? There's Cherry Broling, 
which is Cherry Darling from Planet Terror. Oh wow! Oh Ooh, yes, the is that Rose McGowan with a gun for a leg? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like really obscure. <laughs> Bronan uh, the Brobarian. Yeah, Bronan the Brobarian is pretty great. Um, like I was going down the list. And I'm yeah, you know, I'm an action movie guy, and it took me a long time before there was one that I kind of like arched an eyebrow at, and I was like, wait, who? Yeah, you know, like you know, Colonel Brodock from Missing in Action. What the who the fuck is that? Oh, it's just another Chuck Norris movie. Yeah, you know, I don't really fucking dig on Chuck Norris, but yeah, you know, they got uh, from Kill Bill. They got the Broad. The Bro. Come on, that's yeah. Double that's Bro Seven. Double Bro Seven. Uh, it's uh, the Bro Cater. And I mean, you know, they uh, they had the tie-in with not even the Expendables. They had the tie-in with the Expendables Three, which is just the silliest yeah. possible uh, tie-in you know that they could have had because the Expendables Three sucked ass. Uh, it was the PG thirteen rated Expendables, but then they show up in this like bloody you know blowing everything up game. I'm like, okay, they're trying to do a little image repair on Expendables Three. You're not going to trick me. It still sucks. Um, I'm sorry, I just want to go back a second. Did you say the Broketeer, as in the Rocketeer, but yes. he's a bro? Yeah, I did. <laughs> See, wow. I feel like I need to, like, download and play this game. You do. Yeah, you might it's need really to. Fun. Also, because I don't, I don't really put the Rocketeer in a category with all these other characters. <laughs> like, uh, I that do. one feels like the most outlier. I <laughs> like, am I, very I, upset the Rocketeer is not featured in The Expendables. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that fucking it is bro in black it's will smith from men in black yeah yeah <laughs> guys this there's game, a lot of characters david this game is only three dollars and 74 cents on steam right now yeah you should you get, it get it right it. now guys <laughs> I, that's what i'm doing yeah good it's uh it's pretty fun it's got multiplayer online we can all get together and bro down a little bit um it's uh it's pretty goddamn silly it's uh, and it's funny too that you mentioned like these, uh, you know, like the Broketeer and all that. Uh, you know, just all these characters coming together and then them tying it into the Expendables really brings like the Expendables into like sharp contrast. Like the Expendables could have been so much better. There's so many people and characters they could have pulled into that, and we ended up with, you know, the Expendables and fucking like old ass Stallone, Statham's cool, you know, but then like Randy Couture, the. Uh, you know, the Expendables is all right, but like, there's so many people. Like, you know, just go down this list of bros, and all of them should be, you know, in the Expendables at some point. There's, you know, Mr. Anderbro, yeah. which, you know, <laughs> like, it's Neo from fucking The Matrix, which, you know, also, I I saw that. I'm like, you didn't want to call him Knee Bro? That would have been a pretty good one, but. Or Brio? Yeah, you know, <laughs> Bro O. <laughs> but yeah, there's just, uh, it. It highlights the fact that this is maybe the greatest action crossover of all time. And, you know, action movies uh, should have done it a little bit better. Uh, you know, if somebody wanted to remake this game or, like, update this game with some better graphics and some actual vocal performances from some of these actors... It would cost would so be, much money. It would cost so much money, but it would be my favorite game ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> as it stands now, it's perfectly fine. It's, you know, it, it's got all this... Uh, you know, like I said, like, you know, hyper-masculine 80s shit, but it's all just, like, tiny little sprites with, like, very little detail. It's, you know, it's cute. But, um, uh, it could be so much more. I mean, it, it won't. There's, uh, there's way too many egos for that to, uh, for that to all co to come together. But now, I mean, I was also gonna say, like, they couldn't really do, a, an update to it, because there haven't been very many great action movies in the last 
you know, 10 years or so. Like, they've been, oh. they added a lot of classics to this. Like, the only real big ones that I could think of they could add would be, like, John Wick, Bro Wick. Yeah, Bro Wick. Oh, As no. I said, the only other ones, like, at least in terms of action movies, like, they'd have to incorporate oh. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, man, like, they, could do, they could do Bro Bob. Body. <laughs> I was going to say Bob Brodenkirk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that really hits, man. I, I, I don't think that movie exists. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. It does. It's, and it's great. And you should okay. absolutely watch it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I guess it would be more like actors, like you know, Bro um, Brakai. They could do. Um, okay, that's a good what one. Was, what was the Scarlett Johansson movie where she has like a hundred ten percent of her brain? Brosy. They could do Brosy. Black Red Bro. <laughs> See, I don't want to do the Marvel stuff. Okay. That, you know, that's no they're in line with the fucking the classic eighties action shit. It's it's the sanitized Marvel stuff. It's not the same. Like you know, the, nobody gets blown Broly. away. With those I see now. Okay, we're almost there. What action oh, movie was she in? She was Laura in, Croft. Yeah, there was that. Um, wasn't she in like Salt or some shit? Oh, like yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Salt bro. Um, well, they get they, they get Joaquin Phoenix to do Broker. <laughs> okay, now, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> do uh, Bro and the Broerius. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it'd be Fast and Furious characters, so it'd have to be like you know Dom Tourette bro. Yeah. Oh uh, God. What was his name? I gotta give a shout out to Dr. Girlfriend in the uh, Twitch chat for saying, please tell me Clive Rowan is in it. You know, that's... I miss Clive Owen. That guy needs to still be making more things. And yeah, he was great in Sin City. You know, I, uh, a black and white Clive Rowan would be great for this game. They could do Broma, which is Rama from The Raid, because that would be Ooh. insane. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sounds great. And yeah, then you have to get into like some martial arts guys. They did add... Bro Lee, which you know is disappointing. They didn't go with Bros Lee, uh, but yeah, you'd have to have like you know. Uh, oh, know, I'm trying to th think of like a, a great Jackie Chan character to bring into it. You know, Rumble in the Bronx, Bronx, um, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you know, Ip Ip Bro. Ooh, that's or, uh, oh, shout the, out the, to the Protector Tony Ja. You gotta yeah. you gotta have it. Shout out to Mork in the chat, Fury Brosa. Oh. I would play the fuck out of Fury Brosa. I mean, they do have Bro Max, so yeah, Fury Brosa would be fucking one step further. That'd be great, man. Dude. The Morton Bro, like Jack, Jackie Bro, and Bro Tucker and Bro Hour. Beautiful. <laughs> Not bad. See, that's the I can't like turn my nose up at any of these puns because none of them are any worse than the ones that are already in the game. Like, you know. <laughs> I feel like normally they'd be like, oh, Johnny, come on, that sucks. It's like, no, it's right in line with this game. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm looking at the list of characters, and there's a few outliers like Tank Girl and the Rocketeer and Agent J. Like, I wouldn't really put them in the same, like, category, but why is Lord Raiden from Mortal Kombat here? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Lord Broden, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know, David. Well, I, he was also know, in, like, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, wasn't he? Well, no, it's it's literally Mortal Kombat Raiden. Oh, okay. Though, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you gotta say, there is a generation of people that Mortal Kombat 1995 is a classic movie, and that image does appear to be Christopher Lambert as a as a Broforce character. So, like, it could be specifically Lambert Raiden. <laughs> it it <laughs> seems to be Lambert Raiden. God, because I mean, and that's right above the the Brolander. So, so somebody was on a real Christopher Lambert kick for a minute there. <laughs> Uh, and then they Actually, had no more ideas it, after that. 
Is Jean-Claude on this list at all? Yeah, he is. He's the Time Bro and the Broniversal Soldier. Yeah. Bro oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't you worry. Jean-Claude got oh, his. <laughs> okay. God, yeah. You know, I, I would play just a game of nothing but Jean-Claude Van Damme's various movies all interacting with each other. I will say, I don't think there's a Steven Seagal character on this list. Good. And I'm fine with that's, that. That's <laughs> probably for the best. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to his dude, the Trans Broder. That's also a good one. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Not a, not enough great action movies to pull from the last couple of decades. But, I'm man, what a segment this has been. I, I feel like all we've done is make bad bro puns for I'm trying to come minutes. up with a, with, a, uh, with a pun for a guile with bro in it somehow, but I can't do it. Bro-isle? No. <laughs> no. Guy bro. There we go. Guy bro. I mean, you could do villains, too, so it could be Ambrosin. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that would Going be good. Going to kick oh my that God. son of a bitch Broson's ass so hard. I would love to see Bro Julia in this game. Hey, man. No. It's too <laughs> it's soon. only an action star once, man. We don't have too to. Too soon. Yeah, it's way too soon, Chuck. Come on. Show, right. show some respect. Show some goddamn bro. respect. Fallen bro, man. You know, these, these bros, they're all about positivity and, you know, propping each other up. Like that suit did for Raul Julie while he was filming Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Jesus. Ooh. We love Raul Julia. Um, anyway, yeah, Bro Force is All cool, right, Johnny. Jake. Download the game. Three bucks. I think he did. Step ahead of you. <laughs> Check our Discord. <laughs> I yeah. posted my receipt. I just bought it. <laughs> okay, yeah, Johnny's really looking to get ahead of things on this. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, not cool with that, but I am cool with you playing some Bro Force. I so, gotta be yeah, 20 minutes yeah. ahead of you at all times from now on. <laughs> that's that's where the soundboard is tonight, right? <laughs> oh. 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 Now God. we love you, Johnny. I, I, I just da, 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 take da, da, it. Da, 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 da. Damn it. <laughs> well, let's head it over to game five, man. Maybe we'll get it right for the end of the show. <laughs> game five.
this game is a retelling of the events of the first two games in this series and incorporates elements of both. The Japanese title um, makes reference to this by literally being called Back to the Demon World Village. gentlemen uh who has those guesses slash answers slash penis drawings hmm ah, <laughs> uh interesting uh johnny says spawn wrong um john and jesse have the correct answer of ghosts and goblins resurrection so yeah uh this is ghosts and goblins resurrection Jesse, do you have strong opinions about this game? Well, not this game, just the entire series. Okay. Because, yeah, I noticed on your answer you had drawn a, a sad little doo-doo. No, it wasn't sad. It was just... It had no emotion. It was just big poop. Oh, okay. Big emotionless poop. Uh, um, I like cool, to start dude. my how, day how... with a big emotionless poop. Yeah. <laughs> How's this game going for you? It's my favorite Green Day album. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, David, how's Ghosts and Goblins treating you these days, man? Um, Was it worth resurrecting? Yeah, uh, I think so, at least. Um, I enjoyed this game. Um, One of the most important things about it is there are multiple difficulty levels. um, Really? Yes. (laughs) And they don't... One thing that I really liked about this game and really appreciate about this game is a lot of times, like, hard, difficult games that add a difficulty setting, like, 
when you put it on the the lowest setting or everything, they make a joke of it. Like, yeah, you can play on intense, difficult, or pussy willow. Like, if right. you want to be a baby, there's easy <laughs> modes. Like, oh, good. Like, fuck they you. Should, like, they should call this game toxic masculinity. Yeah. Uh, this game doesn't do that. Um, and I'm I don't believe like if you do play on the lowest setting, I don't think. Uh, I have to check. I have to verify because it came out in February, so it's been a it's been a hot second since I've been playing it. Um, but I don't think the the page difficulty level, the easy setting, like punishes you in any way. It's not like oh, you can only get the true ending on this way. Like no, it's just Whoa. straight. You can play the game, which is great. novel concept. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah, because there's a time and a place for a crazy ass hard ass game like Ghosts and Goblins. I don't want to ever be in that place at that yeah, time. I, that know, sounds like a terrible but, place. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I understand people want a challenge and give them the option for that challenge. But no, to be able to actually play a Ghosts and Goblins game and not be utterly frustrated to the point of like never wanting to play this series again would be a refreshing change of pace. And this game does that. Um, and I appreciate it for that. Um, yeah, good. <laughs> they, it's it's the same kind of like trial and error, like run and gun platforming. Um, they they change the visuals, um, so it actually it looks like a medieval scroll, um, kind of come to life. It's a really unique art style, um, and a lot of people didn't like it, but I really did. It it clicked for me. Um, and it added a few different weapons. You've got your standard, like your dagger, your lance, um, your crossbow, but they also added um, holy water, which kind of like takes place of the torch that you throw on the ground. There's a hammer that you swing onto the ground and make like a shockwave, which I do not recommend picking up like ever because um, it's very unwieldy and hard to use. Um, and then you get a discus weapon, which you kind of throw and spin around you, which was pretty cool. Um, so they did add some new elements to it. Um, and you could also, you get a skill tree in this game, so you can kind of like enhance your character. You can enhance Arthur. Um, yeah, it was just, it was fun. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they brought Ghosts and Goblins back in a more playable version um, and that they did add things to it. Uh, every level actually has a branching path, so you can actually choose where to go. You don't have to go through the same six levels. You can actually pick different levels to go through. Um, not not in like a Mega Man way, but in like a branching pathway, um, which I thought was different and unique. And it was just, it was a fun game. Good to hear it, man. I'm glad. Like, yeah, because... Yeah, I, I'm so utterly jaded by the Ghosts and Goblins series that, like, I wouldn't trust this. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't think to ever download this. Like, I, I, I've been fooled before. And never to the tune of, like, a whole lot of money. But, like, you know, I got the SNES Classic. I'm like, hey, I'm going to boot up some Ghosts and Goblins or Super Ghosts and Ghosts, whatever it's called on that. I'm going to try it. Eh, yeah, it's still not fun. I mean, a rewind feature helps a little bit, but it still doesn't make the game all that much fun. Uh, so, yeah, I you know, I... Fooler won't get fooled again on the uh, on the ghosts and goblins, but to hear that they actually made it a little bit accommodating, okay, you have almost got my attention. <laughs> ghosts and Not goblins, sure, but <laughs> ghosts and goblins on me once, shame on you. Ghosts and goblins on me twice, won't get ghosts and goblin again. 
Yeah, that was the gist of the joke I made, John. <laughs> yeah, we heard Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Yeah. Pretty much got it. It's a George W. Bush reference. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks, man. So, if and you said you don't get shamed for playing this game on the easy difficulty. They don't even make you play, like, the whole game in your underwear or anything? No. Um, you actually... If you play it on, like... Because the... Because actually, knowing the Ghosts and Goblins series, that would mean it would be harder, not easier, right? Right. Um, yeah. There's there's four levels. There's Legends, Knight, Squire, and Page. And if you go on the lower levels, your armor, instead of just getting knocked off completely, it sort of breaks off in pieces. So, like, you'll lose your helmet, then you'll lose mm. your arm guards, but you'll still have, like, your chest plate. So instead of having, like, two hit points, you get five or six. So it's... Better. A little more manageable. Yeah, I like that. They should have that running like it's like a reverse difficulty scale. Page is the hardest. It means you are a page attempting to play ghosts and goblins, and therefore are going to get wrecked. Whereas if you set it down to uh, you know knight, then you have all the armor on and you're prepared, and you can win ghosts and goblins. Think about it, David. But, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that would be cool. But um, that's just wordplay at that point. <laughs> Point well, is, yeah. it's got a difficulty scale. That's that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but it does have some, like, it has some really cool boss designs and, like, boss fights. Um, there's one of the first bosses, depending on which path you take, is, like, a giant ogre knight who then takes off his head and, like, kind of lunges it at you. Um, and there's a boss where you fight a giant, like, flying serpentine dragon, and you actually fight it on its back. Like, you yep. get knocked up into the air and land on it, so you have to keep running to be behind its head and just hammer it in the back of the head. I like it. It's, reminiscent it's a of a, Reminiscent of a Mega Man X boss, I think. But yeah, cool, man. Um, sounds like a lot of fun. Plus, it's got a really cool soundtrack. Um, I yeah. didn't play the song because I didn't want it to be an immediate giveaway for Johnny, but the remix of like the classic level one Ghosts and Goblins theme is really, really good. Love and that it's graveyard, man. Great one song. of my favorite versions of that song. Hmm. I look forward to hearing that. But yes, that would have been a giveaway. Even him, even Johnny feigning being stupid would not be able to act like he doesn't know that song. Like. We all know that song. Yeah. Even Johnny knows that song. Don't so. you overestimate, overestimate me. <laughs> Johnny, I think I've got you pretty properly estimated, man. I'm trying to undo all the shitting on you that we've been doing all night. But, <laughs> yeah. Just trying to hedge a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah, it's okay. Um, yeah, David, cool pick, man. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the art style now. It looks cool. It looks like uh, like you know, a little storybookish, uh, you know, Big ugly bosses, you know, cool cartoon style. Music sounds good. It seems like a worthwhile update. I I would go so far as to say it is. I still don't trust it though, man. I simply can't. I've been fooled <laughs> once, twice. Yeah, again. Don't, don't do it, John. Yeah. Well, one of the I things that I John, like about the game too is they like they know. They definitely know because there's a. When you in the first level, you like you get to a section, it just starts with "We get it, we're sorry." <laughs> There's like a scene where, like, all of a sudden you stop running, and they get like the black bars, and it zooms in, like a cutscene type thing. Like, oh man, am I gonna fight like 
a boss is something coming like what's happening and it's just the red devil sitting like on a balcony and then he just kind of flies up and slowly flies towards you like oh this fucking thing like oh yeah they know yeah love that little guy little stinker cool man uh, you know i would give this a shot with a proper sale i you know i don't know what the retail price is on it i don't care I need to see a deep discount, and then I'll think about it. But, uh, you know, that, that's more than I would say for any other Ghosts and Goblins game. Like, ever. Like, you know, I've been burned too many times. Uh, literally, in most cases. Burned to death, these games. <laughs> like, these, uh, this game's brutal. Um, so, yeah, when I see this on sale, I'll remember this, David. I might just pick it up. Play it's it going to be a It's going to be a good soundtrack on GTT Radio. See, and I might just skip it all together and listen to the soundtrack over there at twitch.tv slash GTT Radio. That sounds pretty good, too, man. Um, anyway, David, anything else on uh, the Ghost of Goblins Resurrection? Uh, no, it's it's a fun game. It's, uh, it is the most fun Ghosts and Goblins game. I, that is a ringing endorsement. I like that. Um, <laughs> that is a giant qualifier. Yeah, what a qualifier. <laughs> Uh, Johnny, let's hit it, man. Calculated computer time. Calculating computer activated. You hear that, like, balloons, the aerobic sound? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Hell yeah, guys. It is. This is what happens when I don't have to provide the request. I... Get all the games right. Every single time. I'm the best at this game. I am fantastic. Unimpeachably fantastic. Uh, not really. Remarkably lucky show for me, guys. <laughs> uh, what a what a lineup that I'm surprised I got everything right. You know, if Johnny hadn't picked a game that had the uh, name of the game in the song, I might not have gotten a perfect score on this one. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take it. It's a good win. Solid. Strong. And uh, I think I've got a solid and strong theme for our next episode. You know, it's uh, it's the end of June as of this recording, beginning of July. We've just passed the uh, fantastic 30th anniversary of my favorite character of all time, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and we, we've done a, a hell of a big celebration. We celebrated Sonic proper. Uh, I brought a, a game to game that tune to celebrate Sonic's 30th. There was that fantastic Sonic Symphony. Uh, there was uh, that fantastic episode of GTT Gems that we've definitely recorded already and is out um, and it's just been a big fantastic celebration of 30 years of Sonic and I was thinking the theme is not Sonic but the theme will be games or game series that have been around 30 years or longer uh, uh, I think We've got plenty of fantastic options to choose from. Old games or games from series that have been around a long time. And for the purposes of the show, we'll do a nice cutoff. Just make it a nice round 1991. Game franchises 1991 and earlier. Uh, and yeah, I think we're going to have a, a pretty fantastic show coming up. Sound good? Sounds great. Sounds great. I think it sounds beautiful. Good. Fantastic. We'll give Johnny a chance to redeem himself. He can pick that Sonic game from prior to 1991. Since he didn't bring any Sonic to celebrate Sonic's 30th birthday, John. John, you're just like an absentee Sonic dad. It's pathetic. <laughs> yeah, you just wrote him a little note and sent him a card with $5 in it for his 30th birthday, John. Come I, on. I pay my Sonic alimony. 
<laughs> My sa Sonabony? I don't know. No, Sonic Alimony was fine. Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Sonabony sounds too close to Sodomy. Like, that's not. No, no, no. Just Sonic Alimony. Yeah. Uh, the first thing you said. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's going to be a good theme. A lot of fun. A lot of fun potential. A lot of, you know, old series that are still going. And a lot of old games that maybe have been forgotten. So it'll be a, it'll be a good one. And, uh, man, what a good one it was tonight. I want to thank everybody for watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Uh, we're in your podcast devices on Tuesday mornings. Head over to GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcast. We appreciate you guys listening there. Uh, I want to thank everybody checking out Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got Covered Up. We've got mixtapes. We've got Game That Tune gems where we listen to music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. we got movie commentaries that we're going to bring back. And we're just doing a lot of fun stuff uh, with our Patreon. And uh, you guys help us keep the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream at twitch.tv slash gttradio. So we super appreciate you guys checking out Patreon. Uh, special thanks to the absurd fans over there on Patreon. Here we go. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, uh, Phoenix here, 2121, Unsettled Zebra, and The Last Recon. Just a fantastic group of patrons that we've got as our absurd fans. Um, thank you again to our requester, Unsettled Zebra. He, uh, they made their request using request priority, and they put our, their request in the Discord. That's the best place to make your requests, but you can also hit us up via email, gamethattune at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at gamethattune, or find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpregan.jr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfdfleming. And you can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, guys. So, you know, we played some uh, some Broforce action music. We've uh, got a fantastic theme coming next week of uh, game series that are longer than 30 years. So I wanted to bring, for my bonus tunes, some fantastic fighting music from a series that's been around longer than 30 years, but just had a modern entry in the series. This is the Happy Turtle Fighting Tune Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade uh, by Shooty HG. And if you know who that is, then you know what's about to happen. And if you don't know what's about to happen, I greatly apologize for that. We love you. Peace out, everybody. Gonna get fully wrecked at the Happy Turtle! Wanna get blind drunk at the Happy Turtle! Get inside, find a seat in order, something strong! No matter who you are, like we even care! Watch your nose, took until the sun comes up Took until your brain goes numb Let yourself slip on over the gills Into the riptide Oh, pounding, downing, pounding, downing Oh, pounding, downing, pounding, downing Slide out Turtle seal to rampage Keep the flipper on the bottle Turtle seal to run riot Keep it crazy, he'll never stop So come on, so come on, so come on, so come out of your shell Party, a party, a party, a party all night So come on, come on, come on, come on, yourself Yeah We're party, a party, a party, a party all night Gonna get fully wrecked at the Happy Turtle Wanna get blind drunk at the Happy Turtle
Pac-Man 2 The New Adventures is copyright 1994 Namco. Cyber Shadow is copyright 2021 Yacht Club Games. Todd McFarlane's Spawn the Video Game is copyright 1995 Yuki Yote Company Limited and Acclaim Entertainment. Broforce is copyright 2015 Free Lives Limited and Devolver Digital. Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection is copyright 2021 Capcom Company Limited. Five, four, three, two, one, go. God damn it. I, uh, I knew we I don't hear anything. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he knows. Yeah. I'm he just knows. making sure because maybe he doesn't. And we have we new people watching. Su- we don't sigh at the opening theme song every time. <laughs> okay, here we go for real now. <laughs>